Guys, listen to this. Do you know anything about dual sidewall design? Whisper grooves, earth diggers, or three peak mountain certification? The Discover Rugged Trek Tire from Cooper has all of that and more. The unique dual sidewall design looks great and gives drivers the options for wear. Whisper Groove technology blocks air from whistling through the tire, keeping that road noise where it belongs, outside. And if you find yourself out mudding with your friends, the earth diggers are large scoops and blocks on the side of the tire that act like cogs in a gear to help you dig in the loose dirt, sand, and mud giving you traction on the trail. All of this has earned the Rugged Trek a three-peak certification. Confidence that it has the goods to back up the looks. All Cooper tires are backed by a limited warranty, a 45-day test drive warranty, and select products are backed by Treadwear Mileage Warranty, helping to give you confidence on the road. For complete product and warranty details, please visit www.coopertires.com or www.coopertires.ca. And remember, go with the Coopers. Uh, so then next day we went to, we started ripping across face, got vertical up the coast <laughs> through Santa Cruz up to Pasatiempo, which I think is one of my top two or three favorite golf courses in the world. Um, Alistair McKenzie design, uh, doctor yeah doctor the good doctor mr mckenzie Uh, (laughs) mr dr mckenzie (laughs) marion hollands uh commissioned it who also had a a large hand in cypress point um but it's it's you know definitely i think the back nine's probably stronger than the front nine but there's there's some exceptional holes on the back nine it's kind of the it's the perfect example of bringing the scottish model of golf the scottish financial model to the states it's semi you know it's semi-private they basically subsidize their you know club with public rounds and um 75 of the play is from members but 25 percent, and they are not shy about it they'll flat out say like it's expensive like it's like 260 yeah. bucks to walk the golf course but like yeah we charge a lot but like you get a chance to play it at least like yeah you can't walk up to monterey peninsula and do that you can't walk up to a million courses along that coast. I think two hundred and sixty dollars there is a without is, a doubt is a bargain because it's that good of a golf course. Without a doubt, I mean, it's it, not only is it an Alistair McKenzie golf course, it has been renovated by Tom Doak, so it is restored. like restored. Correction, uh, which <laughs> like means a lot. Like he took a, a ton of care into restoring it in the, in the way it was meant to be and playing it for modern technology and. You know, you, you know, when you go back to a place like that you visit as a kid or you went to like 10 years ago and when you go back to it, everything like kind of feels smaller. I was like afraid of that. I played the course maybe like almost 10 years ago and it was bigger. Like the scale was bigger. The slopes were bigger out there and the whole thing felt even more grand than I remembered it. And I, I agree with you. I'd have a hard time naming like 10 golf courses in the world that I like more than Pasa Tampa. I'm with you. This was the second time I'd played it. The first one being six no four years ago five years ago and i was worried i was like maybe i just building it up in my mind remembering what i want to remember and it was even better this time it it, i'm with you tron i'm i i don't think i could name 
three other courses I'd rather play. And we got the worst possible conditions, grass conditions while we were there. The greens were shaggy because they got so much rain. The the POA was super bumpy and it was drenched city USA <laughs> on our feet. So Titties we didn't even get the full experience and we all walked. I shot my highest round and I was like, that was my favorite round of the trip. I it's think. the only course That's... I've ever played and been thankful. Like a previous time I played it, they had punched the greens and I was thankful. Solid <laughs> 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 just nailed it. I've played that place six times and I usually shoot over 90 and every time I'm like, man, that was, what a thrill that was. You know, it's like, it's a special place when you feel that way at the end of a round. Like you just, it's like, I just got beat up in a sparring session, but I didn't go into the fetal position. All right, well, whatever. My nose is bloody, but whatever. Right. Uh, but I will say also, um, two things. One, it's one of the only courses that kind of compares to the ocean courses. Like it, it, it's like I get a similar feeling ocean adjacent ocean adjacent like it's not on the ocean but you can kind of see kinda, you can kind of see it from the first team but yeah, like, well, i think that it, it um it can be put in that category right like i i just think it it's the some trees are some so about cool. it there, there's an energy out there yeah. For sure. yeah and then uh i think so 13 and 14 the back part of the property on the back nine you get like 14 t and i love the, the the trench complex on 14 it's like my favorite thing in the world golf <laughs> um but usually I get, I shoot a million over par on the first, like one through like 12. And then <laughs> on 13, 14, it's like, I'll shoot, I've shot like, you know, even or one over and you come in and you're like, oh man, like that, what a great day that was. You know what <laughs> I mean? Good. What I shoot, 72? No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, no, I stink still, but yeah. like it, it leaves you with good, good juju. Even the back. holes that I thought, like I thought 17, the first two or three times I played it was a weak hole. And the more I play it, I'm like, God, that is a brilliant green. Yeah. It's this long, narrow up, you know, uphill green. And there's just these subtle ridges that roll, that, that, that run long ways in the green. And it's, it's just, it's a low key, brilliant hole. 16 is one of the best par fours in the world. Yeah. That opinion. was, that was my first time playing out there. And 16 was the only hole that I knew anything about really. That's what's so weird and cool about Pasatiempo, I think, and probably because they don't have really any televised tournaments there. It's like the most famous course that you'd never really see or that it's hard to, it's hard to like learn anything about it really, or, or visualize it. And so 16 was the only the hole I knew anything about just because we had done a big like golfer's journal spread about it a couple of issues ago. And, uh, yeah, I could play, I would happily play that whole 18 times in a row and I would be just fine. <laughs> well, I don't think, again, that was similar to what we were talking about, Randy. I didn't, when we pulled up to the hole and I, we got some drone shots of the hole before we played, when we pulled up to it, I was like, Oh my God, yeah. look at that green. It's the wildest green I've ever seen. And we, uh, we played with one of the pros, Chris, and he was on the top tier. The pin was in the middle. <laughs> and he's like, dude, if I had this putt in, in like next month, I would putt this into the rough on the middle tier or else it would go off the front of the green. Like it is the most hazardous green maybe in America. I, I, I can't think of like a more threatening and scary green to putt than that one. I think putting four pin flags on that green and just taking a bucket of balls from different spots in the fairway might be as much fun as, as yeah. you can have on a golf course. And it's, you know, I mean, two, three, four, five. That's that's what I wrote down. I said my favorite hole is 16. Eight. You could argue I wrote down two, three, eight, nine, 10, 11, 13, 14, <laughs> 15, and 18 were holes that I thought about making my favorite yeah. hole. 11 blew me. I was like in my pocket after yeah, three or so four hard. shots on 11. 11 is the hardest hole. It's in so the world. I, God, I it's so cool. cool. It's my nemesis. That was, that was yeah. the most satisfying par I've ever made in a golf yeah. course before. My whole thing this time around was like, I'm not hitting it into the barranca on 11. And I didn't. 
and but it took all my attention like <laughs> yeah. essentially all my focus and energy was i saw already the- make the most sensible layup on his second shot over the barranca and i yeah. was really proud of you like i refused to hit it in the barranca <laughs> like i'm hitting pitching but I, I thought like number six green is like unbelievable and i loved your your theory uh with the six green i'll let you say it tron well mckenzie's house is right there off to the left of kind of it's like it, it's it's probably 100 yards out uh, yeah, there, the there's green. a plaque in the car path and um, nice crib and everything. And he, yeah, <laughs> uh, like I, I can just imagine that he just went out there and tinkered and tinkered and tinkered and tinkered. Like there's a there's a false front on the back edge. <laughs> which I've never which seen is, that before. Which is the most yeah. diabolical, mean spirited feature <laughs> I've ever seen on a golf course. There's just a ton going on yeah. in that green. Uh, and seven was I, I know seven it, I forget who was saying it, it just kind of doesn't maybe it's the one hole that doesn't almost feel like it fits I or love something. seven I love it's it it's so cool it's awesome it's just this shit straight <laughs> yeah. out it's like hey there's the hole it's straight out and there's these real tall cypress trees on both sides and you have to hit the ball straight <laughs> and that's where I know and I can't do it and it's awesome I hit a tree every time I know it's not a hard shot you know everybody says this like variety is kind of the most the most important thing in in designing a golf course and that's where it's like that's the one the one hole and so many of the other holes are like yeah we'll give you like you look at like 10 and it's like yeah you can hit it anywhere yeah and but you know you better hit it on the right side if you want to have a good angle and you want to all this stuff and yeah seven's the only one where it's like no no here's a test just hit it dead straight it's not very far i think eight, hit it straight eight come on it's not green, that hard just hit it straight eight green is one of the most insane <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ever seen yeah. and again we got super soft we didn't even yeah. get the whole rollout of everything i think the part of the reason my people get uh, a little butthurt about seven is those trees were planted after yeah. the design of the golf Which, course. Yeah, yeah. safety. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I, I, I get complained about that, but it's still it's fun to play. Which yeah. somebody asked me, do you think it was easier because the greens were so soft? And I really I don't know. I don't because think it, I made one putt outside of three feet. Well, that softness made them impossible to putt because of how bumpy yeah. the pole was. Well, and and I'm just thinking too, like your ball would end up in places on some of those greens. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. like that's it was never point. gonna be yeah. there yeah, if, if they true. were if they were dry and, and firm. Yeah. And this this course leads by a mile. Uh, courses where like I read a putt and it literally goes the, <laughs> goes the exact opposite of what I read or in the, even better is I read it one way I'm like oh this is going left and you go and look at it from the other way like, oh my god it's going right like, it, and you, you're literally like both it's it's like a, I'm looking into a mirror it's going that was, that was how I felt at Rustic Canyon there was so much subtlety yeah. and nuance in those greens I don't think I read a single it, part right the whole it all day. breaks to the gate guys. yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true what'd you guys hit on number three so the three is an uphill 230 yard par three that played dead into the wind for us I hit a driver Dr- choke yeah. driver Three, three wood, I think. Not on the green or anything, but I, we hit yeah. three woods, three right? Woods. Yeah, yeah. I also had a six there, so there's like a. <laughs> it's it's a bunty driver for me. Yeah, there's like a decorative bunker that's about 150 yards from the tee, like before it starts rising uphill, and uh, I caught my three wood thin and put it in that bunker. So I hit a nipper off. The I had a hundred yards into a part three. <laughs> it's a skater in a bunker. It's a cool course in that you can look back at the tee from from all the greens and not see any of the bunkers yeah yeah like master camouflaging by uh, by the good doctor by the good doctor yeah. i think you could do a whole podcast on that golf course if we For really sure. wanted to i mean yeah. all the history behind it. I mean, we just touched on it and we're gonna try to wrap that up in an episode of Taurus sauce i'm not sure how we're gonna be able to do it but uh, the golf hawk too who's, yeah he was a shot of life he was a great guy yeah i've been um i never met him when i lived in san francisco but we we you know we exchanged information and uh he happened to be coming back from uh caddying down at the uh, AT&T. Is the Golf Hawk uh, anonymous? Are we allowed to 
Say who he is. Uh, I you know, not, yeah, yeah, I think we can. I mean, Ed. Uh, he's, he's the golf hawk on, on, on Instagram. Yeah, he's the golf hawk, and he's worth a follow. Takes a great picture. Yeah. 